Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of primetime action here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds on the desk here on a Friday. Kelly Bidlin. Behind the glass, 15-14 to 14 early. The Celtics had a big lead, and then Giannis decided he was not going to allow them to have a right. big lead anymore. He has 10 points already here early, and Kelly, you and I were commenting um, over there. It's basically one game plan. It is get into the paint, stop me if you can. Yeah. That's it's- it. It's like I, 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 we, we, we are big analytics guys here. Love what Nikola Jokic did. We thought he deserved MVP this year. Joel Embiid, uh, you can't take away anything from what he did all season. But I'm sorry if you are, you want to start with one guy and build a franchise around and go and go Absolutely. to war with him every time. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the most valuable player. He's in the, the best NBA. player in the world. He, he's and the if best he can player. Just in develop the world. A, consi- a somewhat consistent outside mm. shot. There's no telling what he can be. And Luka Doncic is number two. Sorry, by the but way, uh, six of six from the foul line, as you mentioned already, fifteen to fourteen early on sees with the lead. Yeah, live numbers on that game right now. Uh, the Bucks. Laying one and a half, or you could go money line minus one twenty-five on them. Celtics minus one hundred five total at two seventeen and a half. Over on the ice, Penguins up on the Rangers two to nothing at the first intermission. Penguins minus five twenty-five live. Rangers plus three forty, and the total set at six and a half. Panthers and Capitals are scoreless halfway through the first period. Panthers minus one seventy live. Capitals plus one twenty-five. Five and a half year total there. Then over in baseball, 
the Reds on top of the Pirates 5 to 2 that game in the bottom of the 5th inning Reds minus 675 live Pirates plus 425 10 and a half your total Brewers and Marlins one apiece bottom of the 5th uh, that is minus 115 each side on the live line. Uh, five and a half, your total shaded to the under. Astros up on the Nationals, six to nothing in the top of the fourth. Uh, let's see, you can get 12 to one on the Astros if you're feeling lucky. 11 and a half is your live total. The Mets have a one run lead over the Mariners. That is one to nothing in the bottom of the third. Mets minus 450, Mariners plus 310, five and a half, your total. The Rays, a 1-0 lead over the Blue Jays, bottom of the third inning. Uh, live numbers currently off the board there. Orioles and Tigers scoreless in the bottom of the third. Tigers minus 210 live. Orioles plus 165 and 5.5 and your total. And the Padres with a 1-0 lead over the Braves. That came in the top of the third inning. Live numbers currently off the board. And isn't it something about trends that you always discover them when it's too late, when already the, you know, the can's kind of down the road? And I'm referring to the Cincinnati Reds here. Now they have gone over their team total already with five runs here in the top of the fifth. That's ten in the row for the Red Legs. We do have some first pitches coming here in about two minutes. If you want to get in, you better hurry for the Red Sox and the Rangers. That's Nick Pavetta for the Red Sox and Dane Dunning for the Rangers. Minus 120 on Dunning and the Rangers. Pavetta and the Red Sox are even money underdogs. A flat eight is the total. Got a few more games here that are coming at the top of the hour. Yankees and White Sox about 10 minutes from now. Garrett Cole on the hill for the Yankees. Vince Velasquez for the White Sox. As you would imagine, Cole a favorite here, minus 195, plus 165 if you want Velasquez and the White Sox at home. A flat eight is your total there. Another 810 Eastern Guardians and Twins. That is Aaron Savali and Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray, minus 165 home favorite, plus 145 on Savali and the Guardians on the road as underdogs. A flat eight total there as well. And then 815 Eastern, Logan Webb and the Giants, Jordan Hicks and the Cardinals. Webb and the Giants minus 125 road favorites over the Cardinals. Plus 105 on the home underdog, seven and a half is your total. So a bunch of a bunch of eights and a seven and a half. Yeah. Yankees, by the way, took late money here. Garrett Cole on the road in the south side of Chicago against Vince Velasquez. Game was tied at seven. Uh, uh, Reds, our White Sox rallied. And then uh, Yankees put up a full touchdown, I believe, in mm-hmm. the uh, top of the eight, 14 to seven. So uh, Aaron Judge looking every bit like the MVP candidate that I hoped that he would be at the beginning of the season. Uh, bet him at 20 to one. Contract year, you know, is Judge going to be going somewhere else? But Yankees, Yankees, all of a sudden, everybody's betting them every night. Why not? 23-8, and eight, best record in baseball. Kelly, as we were leaving last night, we noticed that weird box score for Dylan Cease. Yes, and, where and, he had like 13 strikeouts and, and gave up like six runs. And come to find out, it actually was a, a, a kind of historic box score there. That was only the second time that someone had struck out 10 or more batters in four innings in a game, um, and he he struck out 11 in the four innings. But the the other anomaly there, as Wes Mm -hmm. just mentioned, was in route to that, six earned. Six earned in the four in the four innings while striking out eleven. Like it was just hey. it's the crazy one of the craziest pitching lines you will right. ever see. I can appreciate seeing a a, a uh, baseball box score like a golf scorecard when it's like Sebastian Munoz going birdie bogey on every hole. There's mm-hmm. no pars. You know, it's like there's no pars. 
I mean, that's basically well, what you got. It's like it yeah. was like it was like the bat was hitting the ball, or right. he was striking you. Well, out. That's right. if Dylan sees gets another chance at the New York Yankees, one of the things he might not want to do is throw Giancarlo Stanton fastballs because yes. he got taken deep twice, both in the first and the third inning last night. So uh, that's why you saw that fifteen to seven, the final score last night. Pinstripes. Man, why didn't I roll back the Giannis forty plus game? He's got fifteen already, <laughs> and we still got three and a half minutes left in the first. This seems like this could be fifty tonight uh, at the rate this is going for Giannis because he is just going to put his head down and look he will bowl guys over and they haven't really been getting called very much in this series and we know the Celtics just they just don't have the size down low they're getting out rebounded every game 22 to 20 three and a half to go in the first quarter well Wes and what you just said right there I think that's why you're not seeing I don't think I don't think that's a little bit why you're not seeing a ton of calls because there's so much contact mm-hmm. from both sides that you don't really know who right. to call it on because you've got smaller defenders that have to be physical with mm-hmm. Giannis or else he's going to get right to the bucket. Right, absolutely. And, uh, and interestingly enough, we talk about calls here. Uh, Scott Foster was actually, I believe, supposed to be on this game tonight, this uh, was, game yeah. six here in Milwaukee. So now we're all getting the conspiracy theory. This from the NBA official Twitter account. Non-COVID-related illness is what is being put out there for Scott Foster. Not available to officiate tonight's game, so it's Eric Lewis, Ben Taylor, Trey Maddox, and then Nick Buchert as the alternate, the officiating crew for that game. If you like to play the officials' angles or look at trends, for that. So all of us conspiracy theorists uh, were saying, okay, it's going to be Scott Foster <laughs> on Game 7 in Phoenix. You just know it that it's going to be him doing Chris Paul's maybe uh, potential last game. I don't know if he's going to retire or not, but nevertheless, uh, Game 7 trying to stave off elimination. And all the way back here in the first quarter for the Bucks, it is now 24-20. to 20. This game was 15-6 to 6 in favor of the Celtics, and all the way back here for the Bucks to have a four-point lead with 2.45 left in that first quarter. Didn't get a chance to even get to the news at the top of the show because we were talking about all the awesome games that were going on tonight. Uh, big, kind of out of nowhere, too, Jarvis Landry signing a one-year deal with the Saints. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he had been connected with basically every wide receiver needy team out yes. there. The Saints kind of come out of nowhere and signed Jarvis Landry. Of course, he goes back home from Louisiana. They just signed Tyron Matthew as well. Um, Now this is a completely revamped Mm -hmm. wide receiver core for this Saints team. So everything we saw last year, throw it completely out the window because not only do you have Jameis coming back because he only played a few games at the beginning of the year, but you get Michael Thomas back as well. You draft Chris Olave, and now you sign Jarvis Landry to go along with Alvin Kamara as a running back, like this is this is kind it. of a fairly no. interesting offense now. And, and when Gil uh, Alexander on a numbers game uh, asked me, "Okay, who did you like in the draft?" Um, of course, you, all the predictable teams that had like a ton of picks, like the Jets. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved the Jets draft. People liked the Giants draft at least early on. All these teams that had multiple picks, and I really like what the Saints did. And they were kind of just in the middle of the first round, not only getting Olave at number eleven, they got the kid Penning, I believe is his name, the tackle out of Northern Iowa. They're recommitting here, and it's Dennis Allen now taking over as the head coach, uh, the former defensive coordinator, because uh, Sean Payton now at least in temporary retirement. But I think that that could be a good thing. I think especially for Michael Thomas, obviously him and Sean Payton got way sideways. So, you know, maybe Dennis Allen comes in and say, hey, man, fresh start. New start here. We're bringing in some help. We're going to commit to Jameis. We're not going to do Taysom Hill, the tight end at quarterback, like Sean Payton, I think, really tried to do and really kind of force a square peg into a round hole for about three or four years. So 
I really like what the Saints me did. Too. I think they're a dark horse in the yeah, NFC. Me, me too. I think they're a team. They're a team I was already kind of had circled to do bet over win totals and yes, no playoffs on. I, I I'm not still going to make the bet right now. I'm going to wait a couple months. But that that is then the Eagles, then the Eagles and the Vikings. I got. I think as far as non division favorites, I like on the NFC side of things, mm-hmm. and I think that. I mean, you're talking now with the Saints. Mm-hmm. You give you're giving Jameis Winston. For the really for the first time in his career, he hasn't had, he hasn't had two possession wide receivers at the quality that Michael Thomas and uh, well Jordan. Thomas can kind of do it all too. Yeah. Right. I mean, like he's right. not a, he's not a burner by any stretch, but like. He can run all the routes sure. where Jarvis is going to be able to move the chains for them exactly. for sure. But you and now know, you got that yeah. downfield threat in Olave. You can just punch in there as a rookie. Like I man, I think that's I think they've got a nice offense set up there for Jameis Winston. If he was going to ever succeed in this league, it's going to start now. Well, yeah. we we know. I mean, the the issue with Winston is obviously turnovers. But you know that that dude can throw it down the field and can make some big time throws. He's just got to avoid the mistakes here. But I think maybe you know when a coach, even a coach that has success there, like Sean Payton. Sometimes you kind of run into a little bit of a spot where it's like, you know, maybe it's good for everybody if mm-hmm. if if the coach moves on and moves on to something different. And now they have Dennis Allen, and I think that that might be good for the I Saints because sometimes even when you have a really good coach like Sean Payton, mm-hmm. I think we would all agree he's an above average coach. But when you get a change that gives you like a fresh start, like a fresh burst of energy, and I like New Orleans. There's this year a in the South. juiced seven and a half out there on win total. You serious? Yeah. I mean, look, it's you got to you got to like one forty, but there's a juiced seven and a half. That seems very very yes. interesting in a division where they get to play Carolina and Atlanta twice mm-hmm. each. That seems very very interesting. Keep you updated on everything going on here. It is primetime action on a Friday. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Primetime action here on a Friday. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Sean McCollum on the audio for us here. We are going to continue to talk a little bit of NFL here because, listen, it was kind of a perfect segue into this segment whenever we were talking about Jarvis Landry and that Saints team. Because, again, they're, they're, their win total is sitting at eight. The other thing that's interesting, there is a five-to-one available out there as well on them to win the NFC South. And, listen, they are they should be an underdog to the Bucs. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. They are clear underdog. But at five-to-one, if you play this season out five different times with a 45-year-old quarterback in Tampa – I think the Saints win this thing right. one out of five times. Like, I think that that is a, uh, you know, again, we're, we would never wish injury on anyone and we're never, but I mean, you know, it's, he is a 45 year old quarterback, you know? So, mm-hmm. so, and you know, I don't want to say that, okay, these guys aren't going to play hard because I think, I don't know who it was. I think it was Dave Ross that asked me this is like, how do you think these guys are going to act with this guy now with one foot out the door? And we don't know that this is right. his last right. year and he may have another year, but obviously the news came out this week that he signed that huge deal. I think, what was it? 10 years, 375 with uh, Fox sports. I uh, tried to forget it as soon as I read it. Wes. Yeah, I, don't know. I, know. I tried to, I, I tried to forget it as soon as I read it. I know. Uh, Basically, what your salary is, Wes. Whatever yes. that is, yeah, that's what, 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 I, what I'm getting here at, at Visa, and absolutely. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Tom Brady, look, he's already got his future. So it's like, okay, are these guys going to have the sense of urgency here to uh, to go ahead and, and make it back? Uh, speaking of sense of urgency, by the way, two quick goals in like about a minute, minute and a half here. Blue shirts now have tied Pittsburgh two to two. 
Yeah, two to two in that one. Every time we look up, there's like two goals scored quickly. Yes. Like, like every time, like yes. we were we've been doing this all week. This and like, series has been bananas. Yeah, like Rangers we'll be in Bengals. the middle of a segment and be like, oh well, it's two to nothing. Yeah, I hate to like interrupt in the middle and, of and my train like, of thought, yeah. but I was like, oh my, they yeah. just scored like two goals in thirty seconds or something. You look up and then now it is two to two over there in that one. Uh, you know, as I started to look a little bit further into this schedule thing, I did identify, I think, at least a couple of teams. We, and we mentioned this yesterday, but certainly want to reiterate in case you weren't listening. But the Cleveland Browns are an in-season under team for sure. They have a ridiculously easy first four games, yes. first month of the season. And as these uh, rest of country have these dynamic win total updates, right? Like, you know, hopefully someone here will do that for us. But rest of country, books like DraftKings, update the win totals after every single week. Well, what you're going to get here after a Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons start is this win total is going to be sitting somewhere at least a game or two higher than it should be because this schedule then at that point gets exponentially harder. Mm -hmm. And we are talking from that point, Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, and then you go Bills, Bucks, Bengals again, Ravens again, closing out Saints. Now you could, depend, we don't know the state of the commanders, so we don't know what they'll be there in week 17. Um, but it is it is going to be much much tougher sledding for this Browns team once they get to the to the latter half of the schedule. So I did notice that as a scheduling quirk for me that I will be looking to play an in season under on that. No, Browns that's team. a great point that you bring up too because I think a lot of betters that are maybe new to the market don't understand that some of these stores are going to offer season win totals mm -hmm. in play. They feel like, oh my god, we got to get them in before week right. one here, but you don't necessarily have to do that. And moreover, kind of coinciding with that, uh, if you look in that very same division, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I know, likely going with Mitchell Trubisky instead of the uh, rookie Kenny Pickett. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, I believe, do not leave the Eastern time zone for any game this season. So uh, that would be one, you know, if you're kind of looking opposite yeah. of Cleveland, might be another way to play too. Yeah, I think that that is – I think that one is certainly pretty interesting. I noticed if you pull up the uh, the Chargers schedule – as well, and listen, I am the, the big meme that everybody was raving about on Twitter last night. Yes, they did. They they definitely did. They, they did well. But if you look at this, if you look at this Chargers team here, uh, outside of the the first two games, they are going to go on a very nice little stretch yes. of Jags, Texans, Browns, Broncos, Seahawks before they get to a bye. Coming out of that bye to go to the Falcons, so. There's going to be a chance, I think, also. And listen, I'm bullish on the Chargers. I think they're going to be very as, good. As am I. Yes. However, I think that their win total could, could in season win total could end up getting a little bit inflated after that run right there. And so I will at least be monitoring that team to see where we want to go from a from a standpoint of you know do I want to play an in season under on them? Because mm -hmm. look, when you look at that Jags, Texans, Browns, Broncos, Seahawks, Falcons run. I, they should win. And, you know, look, they're going to be favorites in every one of them. And then, you know, let's say they drop 
one of them or something like that. I mean, we're going to be looking at a pretty, we're going to be looking yeah. at a team here that that 10 probably gets up to like 11 and a half or 12 or something like that. And well, if that's the case, I'm going to have to play. And here's up. the thing with the Chargers, too. I, I don't know if there's a more polarizing team for sports betters yep. than the Los Angeles Chargers are, than the Lightning Bolts, because what is going to happen? Brandon Staley's going to go for two, and people on this network and in other platforms <laughs> are going to say, should have taken the extra point, should have kicked the, you know, shouldn't have went for it there on fourth and one and and they are so polarizing because it's like oh this Brandon Staley he's just a crazy man he doesn't know what the hell he's doing he's actually probably one of the better young coaches in the league so I'm bullish on this team too and I just wait for the day when they finally win the Super Bowl when everybody that said he was such an idiot yep gets gets it's like okay is he an idiot now not necessarily and then a team that I saw were on the opposite side where I'm be looking for an in-season over would be the Tampa Bay Bucks, And if we pull up the Tampa Bay Bucks schedule here, unlike these teams we're talking about, they start off pretty rough, and then it really lightens up for them. And so you're talking at Cowboys, at Saints, Packers, Chiefs, first four games of the season. I think if you ask the the, the Bucks if you know, hey, look, if we come out of that four game stretch two and two, mm-hmm. they're probably pretty they're probably pretty okay with that. And then at that point, you're going to get a nice little stretch here where you get a a Falcons, Steelers, Panthers, uh, Seahawks are on the are, are in week ten right there. The Browns in week twelve, which we don't know what state the Browns team is going to be in, who's going to be playing quarterback, what's going on with Deshaun Watson, anything like that. Um, they close out. I might add the the uh, the the Bucks with the Panthers and Falcons in seventeen and eighteen as well. So. I think when you look at that 11 and a half West on the season, I might wait because I can't see it getting that much higher than that. And I can definitely see it getting lower after those first four weeks. And so maybe if you are thinking this Bucks team is going to be good, Maybe you just wait and let that first month of the season yeah. play out, and then you can kind of play it live. No, I no, I think that's a great point, and I still think they're the favorite, even though we were pretty bullish on the mm-hmm. Saints in the last segment. I certainly think the value is there. At uh, what was the price, Kelly, to win that division? Uh, I thought I saw five to one, even as high as some places. I on, think it on the Saints. Been, yeah, it yeah, been five one. to one. Oh, it, is it five to one? Yeah. So look, I still think that that's probably like the value play there. But to Matt's point. The Bucks, you just know at some point in the season, they get to middle of the season, they're probably, barring injury, going to rip off four or five in a row all of a sudden. And then if you've got the under, you're going to be sweating mm-hmm. in that regard. But I haven't bet any of these win totals yet. I've just mm-hmm. kind of been looking at the schedule dynamics. Like the Steelers, I kind of lean over a little bit because they don't have to leave the Eastern time yep. zone. And, you know, relatively I, – and I don't think that there's like one team. I know Cincinnati defending AFC champion, but – I don't know if Cincinnati's that far ahead of Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I, that's a pretty even division here uh, where any one of those four really could win. But I also look a little bit, what was it, the uh, rest dynamic. In terms of net rest, I believe, the number one team was the Buffalo Bills. But at that current price, look, the Bills are going to be priced the moon. So there's probably going to be no value on the over because I was like, eh, let me look at what their win total is. I was like, eh. well, maybe not, you know, because <laughs> they're kind of the team. If I had to, you know, gun to head, say, who's going to represent the AFC, I would certainly lean Buffalo. Yeah, I took an under just because there was a kind of an off-market number here in town. There's mm-hmm. The stations 
over there posting an 11 and a half on the Packers. Yeah. Where I think most most shops are at either a flat 11 or 10 and a half. And mm-hmm. so I took the under on 11 and a half because I, I look, you know, look, a 12 and five season, as you well know, like a 12 and five season, well, that just doesn't come around very often, yeah. right? I mean, like, yeah. you know, you basically have to run so pure from an injury standpoint and all that. If you're going to win 12 games in one of these 17 game seasons, you just have to be, you know, on the, on the real right side of variance with all that. And so, I think if you look at the Packers and they're an 11 and 6 team that they're going to feel pretty good about being an 11 and 6 right. team and so I, I just for me uh, trying to get a team to 12 wins is yeah. just is just is just tough and 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 you do by the way still have two rebuilders in mm-hmm. that division with uh, Chicago and of course Detroit Minnesota could be sneaky there Kirk Cousins in a contract year so is he going to have that big year and number one he also has Kevin O'Connell now yeah. as the head coach and I think Kevin O'Connell even though he's a first time head coach the offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl champion Rams by the way he's a guy that played quarterback in this league I think that that's probably the bet, best fit possible that Kirk Cousins could ask for as a head coach on that Packers schedule too they're one of those teams with a super late buy and so yeah. that was another thing that I was like you know maybe they end up dropping a game they shouldn't maybe that at Eagles in week 12 or mm-hmm. at, you know just because like the team kind of gets worn down a little bit so uh under on the 11 and a half for me on the Packers on the other side here we are going to talk about this golf tournament that Kelly I'm not going to say that you were popping bottles last night because of your Seabass bet. But one of the other things we said was he was not going to have another round today like he did, and yep. he did not. So we'll take a look over there at the AT&T. Byron Nelson, it is primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool contest and take your shot at grabbing the share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon. Now to join the action, Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for additional details. Kelly, why don't we uh, update everyone here? We've got a t- we've got a tie hockey game. We've got uh, we've got some some more action going on. Or another lead change in basketball. We got all kinds of stuff. Going Watch on. this replay. Let's see. Oh oh wait, Marcus Smart. Now you can't slide that left yeah. foot inside the restricted yeah, area. Took, uh, looked like he took a knee to the mush there. By the way, Marcus Smart having a very good game. Remember, uh, it felt like Drew Holiday kind of took his soul at the end of Game Five. Well, it's Marcus Smart coming back with reckless abandon. Not a knee to the face, maybe a fly to the face. Uh, Greek freak to Marcus Smart. So uh, yeah, that's going to be. Looks like that's going to be ruled a block. But it was forty to thirty. Now forty to thirty-five. What's the live price, Kelly? Yeah, right now it is uh, Celtics lane. Three and a half, two fourteen and a half. Your live total Celtics from the field forty eight point four percent. They are ten for twenty from three, so for fifty percent there. Uh, you got the Bucks shooting thirty eight percent from the field and thir- just three for ten from three. I might hop in on the Bucks live at some point in this quarter if this uh, this kind of continues shooting percentage wise. Uh, as far as over in the NHL live numbers, there we got Rangers Penguins tied at two apiece, seven twenty remain in the second period. Rangers minus one thirty five live, Penguins even money seven and a half your total. Panthers and Capitals scoreless at the first intermission. Panthers minus one eighty live, Capitals plus one thirty five. 
Total set at five, juiced under to minus one forty-five. Then over in baseball, we got a bunch going on. Reds uh, still hold that lead over the Pirates. That is five to two, top of the seventh inning. If you wanted to get in on the Pirates, you can get plus seven fifty. Nine and a half is the total. Brewers and Marlins. They head to the top of the seventh inning now, one to one. Uh, Brewers minus one thirty live. Marlins even money, four and a half your total. Astros six to nothing over the Nationals. Bottom of the fifth inning, you can get fifteen to one on the Nats if you want to get in live. Nine and a half your total. Mariners and Mets one apiece. Bottom of the fifth inning, Mets minus two forty five. Mariners plus one eighty five. Five and a half your live total. Rays with a 2-0 lead over the Blue Jays. Top of the sixth inning. Rays minus 400. Blue Jays plus 280. 4.5 your live total. Juiced over minus 150. Tigers with a 1-0 lead over the Orioles. That came in the top of the fifth inning. Live numbers currently off the board. Padres and Braves one apiece. That's in the top of the fifth. Braves minus 140 live. Padres plus 110. 5.5 your live total. Juiced to the over. Red Sox and Rangers scoreless. Uh, that game just getting started. It is in the bottom of the second inning. Rangers minus 140 live. Red Sox plus 115, six and a half your live total. And the Yankees have a 2 nothing yeah. lead over the White Sox. That game in the bottom of the first. Yankees minus 370 live. White Sox plus 260, nine and a half the total. Another two-run bomb, by the way, from Giancarlo <laughs> Stanton. He's had good. a couple last night. Uh, yeah, don't throw him fastballs, by the way. I think... Uh, Vinny V, Vincent Velasquez, the victim tonight. So what, what What do you have? Aaron Judge leading? Is he still leading the league in, with homers at he's, 11? He's got 11. I and, believe And that's 10 now for Stanton, I believe, because he had two last night, right? But but Otani, I've seen him on my, at, what, even money for the AL MVP? I have Judge at 20 to 1. I think the last I saw, he was like 6 or 7. Okay. Uh, two other games going on. Twins up on the Guardians 2 to nothing. That game in the bottom of the first inning. Twins minus 825 live. Guardians plus 510.5 your total. And the Cardinals up one to nothing on the Giants in the bottom of the first. Cardinals minus 160. Giants plus 137.5 your live total. One game happening here in about 10 minutes if you want to get in on the Royals and Rockies. Zach Grinke for the Royals. Kyle Freeland for the Rockies. Minus 130 on Freeland and the Rockies at home. Plus 110 on Grinky and the Royals on the road. And our only double-digit total of the evening, 10.5, because they are playing up there in Denver. Change in lead, by the way, in Pittsburgh. Uh, the New York Rangers now all the way back. I believe it was Chris Kreider with the goal there. 3-2, to two, they were down 2 nothing very quickly. Now 3-2, to 6-12 left to go in the second period. What are the Penguins doing, Kelly? Just letting them, letting the Rangers score left and right. Can't have that. Can't have that. It's is probably that one all the, the series? Is that one of the, the series you're on? It's probably all the Sogs. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, Chris Strider on the. Because if you can't, I definitely there. can't remember what series bets you're on. I don't. I don't remember what what series bets I'm on. If we're just being honest, okay. I, all I did was go in and and tail what what Andy <laughs> McNeil did. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have any idea. All right, so let's well, look over. we got over. there on one of them last night because yes. I think McNeil was on it as well. I had the St. Louis Blues in the yes. series, so we got one down. We're least. one down. I'm documented one and oh. As always, go to Visa.com to find Andy McNeil's work. Or at on Twitter, at Digital Gambler. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Did you see a tweet, you see a, a tweet by him today about talking about how he's, he's starting to get recognized walking the streets because he's on TV? 
Oh no! Dude. Yeah, and it's uh, apparently apparently his Canadian accent is very regional, mm-hmm. so people always ask him about it. I don't, but you know, as usual, Andy was complaining. Does he have it. like different accents, like when he's in Quebec? Uh, I don't he has know a that that's, Canadian yeah. accent, and then a little bit different when he's in Ontario and so forth. I don't know how it fully works, Wes, but apparently, yes, apparently there's something like that. He's getting recognized. How can you recognize him when he looks <laughs> when he has three completely different looks? Right. Like the guy like when comes he's got on that here, hat on yeah, and guy comes in guy comes on our show and he looks like a completely different human being. And then like he's on <laughs> television, he's all polished up and Yes. Uh, okay, so over at the Byron Nelson, as we predicted, you are not going to get another round out of Sebastian Munoz like you got yesterday. That being said, a modest three under does have him tied for the lead with Ryan Palmer and David Skins. Of course. At 15 under. What's Palmer your goes 10 under. Skins goes nine under. If you got a skins ticket, yeah. I want you to tweet me right now yeah. at Matt Brown, and I want to see your David, David skins, skins uh, ticket. Wasn't that the uh, John, the Don Johnson character in <laughs> Tin Cup? Or actually, I think that was David Sims. David Sims, you yeah. 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 I recently watched it. It was David Sims. Yes, uh, David Skins, by the way, the uh, co-leader. I believe he came off the Corn Ferry Tour last year. David Skins, by the way, a journeyman. He is 40 years old and got a win, I believe, on the KFT last year at the Pinnacle. Bank Championship. That is what put him back on the PGA Tour. So he's a bit, yes. bit of a guy on PGA Tour Canada, the Hooters Tour. Never really could stay on the PGA Tour. But a forty-year-old Englishman tied for the lead here at the Byron Nelson. I mean, I don't know who I don't know who that is, and I don't know who Justin Lauer or Lower is. Either. His he's the, one shot. David off. Skin's best finish of the year is a T twenty nine, which was back in November. That was followed by seven straight miscuts. Ice. And here he is tied for the lead, obviously, in this. Good for David Skins. Justin Lower, by the way, from uh, Malone University, an NAIA school in Ohio. He is 33 years old, and uh, he got on the season by uh, actually at the Corn Ferry Tour Championship. That got him his card. So uh, former uh, his only two professional wins are the Ohio Open, which is like probably like a, not even a sanctioned event by the PGA. <laughs> I think it's by the Northern Ohio <laughs> section of the PGA of America. So it's like one of those local tournaments, basically, and he's won that a couple times. So, do, do you think Look. these guys? Do you think everybody out there knows like all these names? Like, is Justin Thomas looking at this leaderboard today and being? No, like, he doesn't know all. He has no, no idea who those guys know. He doesn't know all. No, unless he played like not. junior golf yeah. with him like 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah, there's no way. There, there are some big names at the top though. If you are looking here, Charles Schwartzel, who's kind of had an under the radar good year so far this year. Joaquin Neiman is a T6 right now. Jordan Spieth is a T6. You got Hideki Matsuyama at T9. Jason Kokrak at T9. Mito Pereira at T9. Seamus Power at T9. Justin Thomas has a nice round uh, today at six under to get up to T15 with Maverick McNeely. And then you go down a little bit further, Scotty Scheffler, T20 as well. So, Wes, when you take a look here, we've seen this course can give up big rounds, right? And so how far down would you say is – Let's just let's let's air quote here out of it. 
Uh, I think everybody probably maybe nine under is still yeah. in this. You mentioned Scotty Scheffler. He is at nine under. And look, different players are in it and different players are out of it at nine under. So some are more in sure. it than other. You certainly say number one in the world. Scheffler's still very much in it. My lone guy that really has a chance is Hideki Matsuyama, who is currently 14 and one. I believe he's 11 under par. Number one in strokes gained approach so far this week, uh, plus 2.65 per round. So. The approach game, usually that's what I always lean on when the in tournament, when the approach game is good. I usually think that that's going to stay more true, maybe necessarily than the putting, who, by the way, Munoz and Skins, I believe, tied for third strokes gain putting behind Seamus Power and Bo Hostler, who are tied for ninth, respectively. Yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. I think nine, and I think maybe even mm-hmm. an outside eight could possibly at yeah. least put themselves in position um, come Sunday, so it's it's hard for me. Updated odds: Sebastian Munoz four to one, Ryan Palmer six to one, <laughs> Speed seven. There's about no way. five under being the cut, by the way, I for know. this event. So uh, a lot of guys that had good odds: Sam Burns, Wills Alatoris, going home for the weekend. We'll take a look here on the other side. If there's anybody, maybe we'd put a couple of bucks on, but I don't think so. Primetime action here on a Friday. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my game. game. <laughs> <laughs>
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, we have goals in hockey, West. We got a tie game and one that is now a 1-0 game. That is uh, Nick Dowd with uh, the tally for the Washington Capitals. Now one to nothing. I have the Caps plus 145 tonight. So second period, no score in the first period. I know everybody's been playing those first period overs and has been cashing more tickets than they've been losing. And then we do have a tie game. Geno Malkin unassisted goal here a couple minutes ago. Now three to three, four goals, by the way, this period. So, you know, that's really rough if you're an under player in hockey, especially in this day and age when they can just get goals so quickly so now three to three I believe every game has gone over in this Rangers Pittsburgh series we like winners and winning has never looked better make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot that sweet payday with H&M wear that feeling prediction series enter three pools and compete for your share of 15,000 in total cash and prizes head to DraftKings.com slash HM just the two letters HM to get in on the action H&M to make everyone look and feel good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We are looking, just got a tweet in here, that Jordan Alvarez has homered tonight for the Astros, and so he is tied with Aaron Judge mm-hmm. for the lead in Major League Baseball with 11 homers. Yeah, so uh, the Astros, by the way, big lead over the Nats. They got five in the first. They've added, uh, I believe, one more in the top of the six, so now six to nothing. Uh, Reds now have opened it up on Pittsburgh, by the way, eight to two. And then I am uh, watching this Boston-Milwaukee game, and it reminds me of the uh, the uh, new metal group. I don't know if that's the right genre called, uh, remember Drowning Pool? Yes. Oh, Let yeah. the bodies hit the floor? Because that's what it's doing here in Milwaukee tonight. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that whenever I leave here. Just like, you know. Oh, it's got the really stupid. It's like, one. Nothing wrong with me. Two. Nothing wrong with me. Three. It's like, you're just counting, bro. You're yeah. just counting. Yeah. 
kind of like, oh, you wrote this song in like 45 yeah, minutes, right? Yeah. And you can hear some dude in the gym and that's playing. And he's like, Aah! the guy that's like pumping out the iron there. Looking at this box score. So Giannis has 21 and eight boards here with a minute 46 left in a uh, minute 33, I should say, left in the second quarter. But he's not getting much help from pretty much anybody else. And he's, I looking mean, like another first half under, by the way, in this series, I believe uh, 103 and a half was the closing number, pretty much market consensus. And that's what it's really been. The pace has been down and it's been going down further and further. I'm glad I didn't at least follow my advice on the over because you got to play some catch up in the second half. We're looking here, Bobby Portis, Ofer from the floor, Grayson Allen, Ofer from the floor, Wes Matthews, Ofer from the floor. They are all sitting Nada. Zero points have not chipped in at all. Uh, Drew Holiday does have 12. Yeah. Three so, guys. Or wait, Connaughton does have a deuce yeah. here. But basically, three guys have scored all the points from Milwaukee. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's something else whenever you kind of look at this. That Honestly, when you look, it's kind of like what we were talking about. We've seen a couple different times. The fact that they're only down six yes. here, Wes, with, mm-hmm. with, you know, again, no contribution at all from Matthews, Allen, Portis, Hill, Connaughton. Three of 16 from the three, yep. by the way, right now for the Milwaukee Bucks. And only, I believe, uh, 36% from the floor. I'll be looking at them live here, I think, at the half for yep. the second half yep. play. Because we are getting a 46% three night from the Celtics so far. Mm-hmm. So you think at least a tiny bit of regression for them on the negative side, a tiny bit of regression on the positive and, side and for the Bucks. And another turnover, by the way, for Milwaukee. They are now down eight with about one minute left to go in the first half. So Just hoping yeah. out that live number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just trying to boost yeah. it on up there yeah, for yeah. us. Get me from a six and a half to a seven and a half. I will take that. Thank you, Giannis. There you go. That's all we're looking at. Um, so we didn't get a chance to kind of look at these updated numbers real quick on, on the golf side of things. I think we're all of like mind here, but maybe. I mean, Kelly, you were looking at stuff on – on the break, is there anybody at this point in the, in this tournament that you would be looking to to maybe pull the trigger on and get in live here? I mean, again, four to one on Seabass, never. Don't do that. I will not allow you. No. I refuse. I will not allow you to make that bet. <laughs> I refuse for you to make that bet. Ryan Palmer, six to one, seven to one on Spieth, eleven on Neiman, fourteen on Hideki, uh, JT's fourteen, Schwartzel's twenty two, Kokrak's twenty five. You can get Scheffler at twenty five. Uh, Alex Norton, Seamus Power, 25 and 28. Mito Pereira's at 35. So, I mean, look, there there are some guys that can score that you're still getting mm-hmm. some decent some decent return on here. Well, and now uh, one guy, and look, I hate to b- uh, back a guy, and mm. I'm not necessarily going to do it as of yet, but a guy off a nine under round, because like we saw with Munoz today, yeah. you shoot 12 under, you're going to regress, even though he's still tied for the lead. Three under still very respectable, but it feels like you're, if you're shooting three under, it feels like yeah. you're losing on this course. So a guy that shot none under today was one Alex Norin, who you see near mm-hmm. the bottom there, 28 to one. And when I look at Alex Norin, the first thing I look at is the putting. Because Alex yep. Norton is a very good putter pretty much all over the world. But he's he hasn't gained anything. I think he's like a .01 for the entire event. But he's been gaining on approach and gaining off the tee. So it's like if that ball striking, if you don't think that the variance is going to be there in the ball striking, I think we all kind of agree, the variance more often than not comes in the putting from round to round. We saw it last week. It cost me potentially a winner there in D.C. with Cameron Young, who was like minus five and a half uh, uh, strokes putting the first two 
two rounds, and that was the ball game because he played terrific over the weekend. And him and maybe Keegan Bradley were the two guys, if you didn't have Max Homa, that you could say, yeah, you know, they really could have won the golf tournament. Like we were talking about. Yeah, Keegan they could have. Like Keegan Bradley, he led the field in strokes gained putting. <laughs> yeah. Led yeah. the field in strokes gained putting. He was 155th first on the tour coming in, but then didn't gain with his irons where he gains pretty much every single tournament. So that's why I'm always kind of, look, you're going to get anomalies like that statistically, but it's why more often than not, I am going to lean on approach here yeah, the, more so than anything else. And, and speaking of that, just looking at and looking at these live odds and guys that might be interested in, if, if I can find Justin Thomas was, I mean, he was number one in my bottom. Mm-hmm last 12, last 24, last 36. If I can find something, I think maybe 17, 18 to 1 or higher here in town, I'll probably add that. Um, and, and the only other guy, the other guy that was kind of up there in the in the modeling. I'm just I'm just laughing at looking at looking at his uh, stats here through two rounds with Seamus Power. Mm-hmm. He's 11 under. Yeah. He's losing T to green. But gaining over three strokes putting right, right. now. So I don't know if I'm going to dip my toe in on that one, but uh, JT I might be at. But here. Seamus Power is also one of those guys that have been kind of knocking on the door for a win this season. He mm-hmm. did win uh, a tournament last year, but he's been close a couple times, had a couple really close calls. Another guy who's been pretty consistent, I think, throughout the year, he, he was really erratic over the last couple of years, always a great putter, and then he'd lose or be miserable somewhere else, either off the mm-hmm. tier approach. But a guy that's putting good finishes together, I think, on a more consistent basis is Maverick McNeely. Yeah. And I'm seeing him at 45 to 1. And it's like, we know that this guy has a lot of talent. Uh, you know, was a great player at Stanford. His dad, Scott McNeely, the longtime CEO of Sun Microsystems. So um, you would always see them playing in, in Pebble Beach, you know. Uh, basically, I, I'm not insulting him by saying this, a rich kid. Mm-hmm. And that's what Maverick McNeely was. So it was always like, does he really have passion for the game? Or is he just playing because, like, I'm good at it? Because everybody was kind of talking about that with James Harden last night for Philadelphia. He doesn't really love basketball. He's just good at it. It's just a job to him. But Maverick McNeely has been out here grinding and putting together some really good finishes this year. Well, with a name like Maverick McNeely, you better be rich. Yes. Like, you better. You that, better does, you, yeah. that does sound like a guy that's like a fraternity yeah. president or yeah. something. Yes. You, know? you, 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 better, you, you better be rich. No doubt about it. The 613 mark of the second period, the Florida Panthers get a goal from Ryan Lomberg. They tied up one-to-one against the Capitals there. So uh, Florida leading that series three-to-two. They tie it here. We are knotted up at one at the 1248 mark of the second Speaking of South Florida, by the way, this kind of a statistical anomaly. I am on the Marlins tonight. Pablo Lopez, by the way, did go seven innings against the Brewers, only gave up three hits and no walks, 11 strikeouts, that leadoff homer in the first inning. His ERA actually increases with those numbers to uh, (laughs) 1.05 right now is Pablo Lopez and I think on the fielding independent pitching he was like 2.1 which is absolutely outstanding so uh, we'll see if they can get a run in for him uh, one to one here in the top of the eighth Burns and Lopez as good as advertised tonight. the both of the games, both the hockey games that are going right now are tied up so if you want to get in uh, as we head it's in the second intermission right now Rangers and Penguins it is minus 130 on the Rangers side it is even money on the Penguins again that one tied three to three 
and uh, Panthers and Caps right now. Panthers minus 170 on the mm-hmm. live line, plus 125 on the Capitals live. Yeah, so uh, look, uh, elimination game for the Capitals mm-hmm. here, obviously trying to send it back down to South Florida for a game seven. I want all these series to go game seven. We got three of them, by the way, tomorrow uh, in the NHL. I believe uh, Boston and Carolina, uh, Edmonton and uh, the Los Angeles Kings. But the one that's going to be kind of the main event, of course, is the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, I mean, no fan base is more tortured than the Leafs. I think that was like nine games in a row where they lost a closeout game. So we'll see if they get by the Lightning tomorrow. On the other side, we are going to talk to the director of content for True Media Sports, Paul Carr. We look at the FA Cup finals, some Premier League action, Champions League, the whole nine yards, all things soccer right up my alley. It is primetime action here on a Friday. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 